You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, people. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats show. Fensky Belzer, Eden Ekpi, we're here today. And we're here to join with two of our former guests. You know, we got to bring these people back. So two of our, some of our favorite guests, we have Mr. Freddie Mac, a.k.a. Freddie Mullins. Um, and we have Ace Vane, who was on our show not too long ago. So we got a really good episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking about the current state of hip hop. Um, so we got a couple questions. Um, we might have some guests pop in throughout. So um, that may be a thing. But... In the meantime, we're going to be asking a couple questions, get a nice discussion, talking about um, um, how hip-hop impacted us, society, everything in between. So stay tuned. It's going to be some good stuff. Um, housekeeping items. So we have our wholesale webinar. If you guys haven't tuned in, um, we have our free wholesale webinar to teach you guys how to get your first wholesale deal. So make sure that you're tapping into that. Click the link in our Instagram bio. Um, and all our handles at Everybody Eat Show on Instagram, EVE underscore show on Twitter, Everybody Eat Show on YouTube. So make sure that you're tapping into that free information. Like some students have already got their first wholesale deal because of it. So make sure uh, you tap in, start getting um, invested in that real estate. Don't miss out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Everybody eats. Everybody eats. Um, that's it. That's pretty oh, much it. Started. All right, get this started. So, um, Freddie, Ace. So the first question, um, I guess I will do it. Anybody can answer. Um, but maybe I'll start picking on a few people at first, right? So <laughs> first question is simple. Um, how, growing up, how has listening to rap or hip hop influenced you? So I know you both come from different cities, come from New York, come from down south, right? So how has it impacted you um, growing up? And I guess you could say, you know, today. Um, yeah, I, I'm a, I'm an absolute hip hop rap junkie. I have been since I was about six years old. Um, it is just it's everything. It's it's black culture to me. It is what Motown was to my parents, for me. And uh, you know, I it's something that I don't age out of. You know, it's something that I still get to carry. I'm lucky enough to be a rap fan and still have people that I grew up listening to still rapping, which is a new thing. You know, other people before me didn't have that. So uh, yeah, just just love it, man, and just see it as an expression of Black culture and Black people, man. So it's something that I still enjoy, and uh, I work very hard to make sure I still enjoy the younger artists too, and try to not be too much of an old head rap snob. So work very hard to to make sure I'm not doing that. But yeah, just enjoy it, man. Just still have the same passion and joy about it that I did when I was a little kid. No, for sure. Ace. I mean, he he hit the nail on the head when he said it's it's, it's our culture, man. Like it's. It's really like for uh, a group of people that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's we, we don't, we never see like how, our, uh, like where we came from for real. So like this thing that we created that influence, it now influences the whole world. But I mean, we birthed it. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's impossible almost for you not to be um, uh melanated and, and not be influenced by this culture. And I ain't just talking about rapping and hip hop is actually the lifestyle and, and how, how we carry ourselves, how we do certain things. I mean, like, and it's, it's a bunch of stuff that goes into that. Like the way we approach stuff, the way we, the way we think, it's, it's, it's a whole lifestyle. So yeah, it's, 
I, if it wasn't for hip hop, I wouldn't be uh, nowhere. Uh, to be honest. Nah, for sure. Nah, I love how you said it. Um, it's it's a lifestyle. Like, um, it it surpasses just the music. Like, it's it's the way you dress, the type of sneakers you want to wear. Growing up, like the reason, yeah. you know, like you know, you want to go to school, fly. Like, it all boils down to like, oh, what possibly what so and so was wearing in some sort of music video, or like what he was seen wearing. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So it's like, even if you wanted to avoid it, there was no way to really it's avoid it. It's connected to the culture, like, you know, and, and some mm-hmm. layer, you know, different shapes and forms. It's yeah. always connected to the culture. Yeah. And storytelling, like you said, it's a way of like, uh, tells how, you know, people may not be living anymore, but it's like storytelling, like back then. So. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Always has been. And it's, it's like, even like transcends even to like pastimes, like, Thinking, uh, I'm thinking uh, like elementary school, just like at the lunch table, beats on the table, right? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, like my favorite pastime, like just doing things like that. So it's like it it it, it ingrains itself in so many different ways, like you're saying, like um, um, it's it's everywhere. So I guess growing up, have you had what would you say are your biggest influencers? Influencers, yeah, like in hip hop, you'd be listening to a lot, or people you looked up to, or, or just like, been, in, yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, I guess it would go back to, you know, it starts probably super early, like, you know, New York uh, video music box, you know, listening to Run DMC and KRS-One and these older guys. But, man, it definitely ends up becoming, like, this fascination with Big, you know, like, absolutely loving Big, like, being from Brooklyn and feeling like that was the most Brooklyn thing ever, you know what I mean? And then that leading to, like, Jay-Z, uh, I still have arguments with people to this day. I think Nas is the greatest MC of all time. Like, maybe not consistently, but, like, his heights are just his heights are his heights, you know what I mean? Like, so I would probably look at, at guys like that, I think, that were, you know, but it's, I mean, it's everything. It's it's Wu-Tang. It's, you know, half the time I love Griselda now. I think I love Griselda because they remind me of Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? Like, so it's all of these guys, like, consistently kind of being a large influence, you know, and then just the original architects, the people who originally built the culture. Mm-hmm. Man, it's it's a different because uh, I mean, like I look at it, I it's like I said, it's a bunch of stuff that go into it. So to to break it down, like as far as somebody who mechanics of putting words together when they're rapping, then I go to people like I like like Eminem, and got people that shows you how to flip a game on their head is Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Then you got people that that really like showed you how to put messages in music and, and, and show passion through. You got Tupac, you got Nas, you got people that just came with whole new flows. You got big you got people that just continue in the evolutionary thing. So, I mean, this is the influences for me, like come from a lot of different places. Even like somebody I don't think get enough uh, attention probably for what the impact he had as far as flipping the game on his head and how much you can monetize the whole game is uh, Master P. Like, it's just people just look at it from every angle, like how many doors you could open just by uh, getting your foot in uh, the building in one way. Nah, for sure, for sure. Nah, I love, I love how you said, um, man, Master P, <laughs> Master P, like, lived a life of, like, three different niggas, really. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah real like, shit. Like, you know, like, you know, like, rapper, ball player, drug dealer, like, really, he, did, yeah. he did it all. Like, he did what they yeah. were that what they did like Red. like it's a complete circle like yeah. he, he knows like he knows what he's talking about you got to respect what he's saying like he's he's done it 
Mm-hmm. Rapped about it and everything in between. And we'll sell you a rap snack right now. And we'll sell you a rap yeah. snack. Oh yeah. Right. And and the hustle don't and the hustle <laughs> don't stop, bro. Man, he 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 go sell every fucking thing. He get his hands <laughs> on your ass. I think, I think when they was trying to cancel like uh Uncle Ben's rice, he came out with Master P rice right at that right at the very same goddamn moment. He was like, all right, they, he don't be playing. That shit crazy. <laughs> Hey, that's that's dope shit. Yeah, nah, he's, he's... quick, quick with it, yo. Nah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Oh yeah. Nah, that's that's dope. Appreciate you. We got next one. Oh, I mean, I I kind of wanted to switch it up, but um. Yeah, sure, go ahead. How do you guys feel about like the switch from uh? I guess they rap a lot about uh, drug selling music to drug using music. Have you have you heard have you heard about that? Like, or, uh, like or have heard you had that or had had any of that take? Hey man, I, you know I, I I assume you and I are near the same age. I, honestly, people have always made raps about using drugs too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I don't think that's a new yeah thing. yeah. I think we kind of villainize the youth, like oh they so into drugs like. Bam, the chronic, like like everything that was out already. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was it was talking about drugs. Uh, you know, my probably largest issue with it all is I, I got a 17-year-old son. He just turned 18. And he'll say, well, why does everybody rap about selling crack? Like, yo, you really want to sit and listen to music about selling crack all day? <laughs> and I where he's coming from because yeah. he was born in 2003. Yeah. So I fully respect it. In the world that I grew up in, fam, I grew up in the height of the crack epidemic. Yeah, yeah. So again, the music is going to be a reflection of the people. It's going to be a reflection of the culture. It's going to be a reflection of what's going on in these communities. So it naturally becomes, hey, everybody is smoking crack in inner city communities. So the music's going to reflect that. If people are in poverty, mm -hmm. the way that they're getting out of poverty in certain instances, that's what the music's going to reflect. So I can understand that. Again, I listen to a lot of rap music now that is wildly ignorant. I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm not gonna lie, but I still enjoy it. I still put it in its proper context. I don't necessarily view some of the music I listen to any differently than watching Goodfellas or watching Scarface or any other part of American culture that's exactly. violent or hypersense or hyper-focused on drugs. That's American culture. That's not black culture or hip hop culture. So I don't get too worried about that. Mm. I just wish in the end, I think, at least when I was young, I think there was a bit more balance. So I think, you know, there was a Cool G rap and nobody said Cool G rap need to stop talking about drugs. And nobody said KRS-One needed to start talking about drugs. Yeah. Like if there was just more of a balance, I think we all could be more comfortable with it. It'd just be a reflection of the people, you know? Got it. You think, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I love, Sorry, a lot of them are dying of like ODs and stuff. Do you think like mm -hmm. that's always kind of been a thing though? Yeah, like celebrities have like, always kind of OD'd on drugs. I think now hey, it's just man. more social media makes it a little bit more. Icy. Janice Joplin OD'd on heroin. I don't know if it's very different when a kid ODs on perks today or fentanyl. Or, those are all opioids. I mean, like, yeah. Amy Winehouse. Yeah. This isn't brand new. You know what I mean? This has always been here. So. Yeah, and I think it's. Just, I think with the music, I think the thing is, is that. Like, I think two things are happening. Like, okay, so like we say we get influenced by the hip hop. So we think we gotta be this certain type of person to participate in it, which the, the main thing about uh, a lot of the main message I think needs to start being normalized is that you can be yourself and, and you can still be cool as hell. No matter what you're doing, uh, you just gotta accept yourself and you ain't gotta clone what's going on. The other thing is, is that 
we got to understand that this is really entertainment. Just like he said, when you're watching Goodfellas and stuff, like, ain't nobody finna, like, or, or like a casino, you even put nobody head in the vice just because you saw the movie. You're entertaining on screen, but ain't nobody about to go do that shit because I'm not Joe Pesci. And it was a good ass movie, but like you know what I'm saying, it's, it's the same thing. Like you go watch an action movie, they go shoot shit up in that action movie. You go listen to trap music, they go talk about trap shit. And and uh, and if they talk about, you listen to like if you watch a love movie, expect somebody to fall in love. You listen to some some love rap, they go. It's like a bunch of different genres of rap. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the ones that get commercialized. The the movies that be the biggest. Like let's say a Marvel movie, that shit gonna be the biggest fucking movie. It ain't gonna win no Oscars though. Uh, some shit like it's just the biggest fucking movie it's the most entertaining to the to the masses it don't mean i'm gonna go try to be spider-man tomorrow because it's, it's passing on the track you'll fall off a building and you're gonna fucking die this is what's gonna happen that's what the kids gotta understand they know that this shit is entertainment you can't go out and be written as far as like i'm about to start moving weight then this shit could be fun for everybody but the thing is people try to emulate the music and it's the only fucking form of music people try to emulate because I think it's so tied to a fucking culture that people think, oh, I'm finna go do exactly what this nigga said. And some of the shit niggas say is out fucking raging. <laughs> like, it's no way in hell you can be this... Like, you can't be fucking this much of a successful drug dealer and then just easily just come over here in a corporate meeting you know, on a wing stop. It's not fucking possible. Like, some, it's not possible. The shit they say is not... It's not fucking... 50 cents his own mouth. It's like, if I was doing the shit that I said on these records, I would fucking be gone. There's no fucking way I could do this shit and still be here. So that's people just got to separate the shit. Nah, that's that's funny. I'm thinking about we was watching the um uh the video of Cameron and Dame Dash on the yeah. shot of Riley. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mad. So I'm thinking about that. So they was talking about um Pretty much, they, they was talking to uh, you know, Sean O'Reilly. He had like with a principal from like Philly, so he was telling you like, oh, like these kids look up to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel like you're you're the only influence that these kids have? You know, and like Cameron's like, yo, like where are their parents, yo? Like, if I have more exactly kids' parents, like that's a problem. Home, yeah, it's like there's something wrong at home. That's not me. Like, I'm just talking about like I'm. I'm an artist and I'm talking about what I see in the streets and I'm doing my work. Like he's, he's like, reporting it. He's yeah, reporting he's, it. he's like, I'm just a reporter, just like you, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bill. Mm -hmm. you assign this responsibility to black rap, like, oh, word, they're rappers, so they have this responsibility. Like yeah. nobody says the Jonas Brothers have to be an example for <laughs> all of white America. Exactly. In that way, but we kind of assign it. I can see the movie doing it, but we do it though. to our own. And I'm like, we it's can't do that. It's because they have such a high level of influence. It's like I feel like because uh, I don't on know. both ends, like on both not like in like white and and black culture, you'd say I think like it has a higher is? influence in, in black culture than it does in white culture. It does have it in both, but I think like in black people, because we look up to a lot of these like and you like you hear about it, like these rappers and basketball players, because we naturally we look up to them, then it's like, all right, well, we're kind of giving you the responsibility on the influence of our kids because no matter what we do, our kids are gonna listen to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, the reason is and then he was like yo i had to drop out like getting kids through the school like you know what i'm saying like yeah you know um like kanye the, the, kanye talks about like how he has more um more influence, influence you know? hey, I, yeah that's that's real shit but i don't know if that's an issue of hip-hop or an issue in our community like we should just have it's, heroes you know what i mean yeah. like 
Listen, yeah, I wasn't allowed to walk around my house as a little kid and be like, man, I want to be a basketball player when I grow up. Like, and nobody's yeah. a dream killer, but I was provided with other examples of things. My son played basketball. My son loved rap. He's allowed to love all of that mm -hmm. stuff, but we're going to give him other things so that yeah. he understands that the community and success in the community isn't just rap and basketball. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the honest I mean, that we have to take on. Like, I can't look at a rapper and be like, man, you better be more responsible. Like, yeah, nah, yeah. I got to do better in my community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's true, that's true. That can't be my solution. Like, yeah, you, you need to stop fucking on people's bitches. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> no, 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 he made a good, he made a good point. He made a good yeah. Point. Now, see, I think it is, y'all, that's it's an excellent point. I think the real, the other thing is the reason it has such a potent uh, influence on us as far as black people is because just like he's saying, we don't see a lot of different versions of us. It, it, it gotta be at home. But you know, if you're a, a white person, like let's say you see every every kind of movie, you've seen every version of a white guy in the movie, right? You've seen a doctor, you've seen a lawyer, you've seen the fucking, uh, you've seen a thug white boy, you've seen a good cop, bad cop white, you've seen every kind of version of a white guy. We don't see every kind of version of a black guy. So you know what I'm saying? Like we when we watch TV, regardless of if we admit it or not, media has influence on us. But if we only see like three different kinds of black guys, those kids are going to get influenced and say, well, I got to choose from these three options. We ain't got a bunch of different kind of roles uh, or different kind of media put out in front of us. So it'd it be, it, that's where it's kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And so that we have a fucking concentrated impact because they just only show us these three ways. You know what I'm saying? So when that changes too, we're going to start seeing like more people thinking, oh shit, I could fuck around and be a lawyer if I want to. Like I've seen people tweeting about how they want to be a lawyer. So I think, man, I'm fucking power. Like, you just <laughs> show you that's how that shit goes. Like, all of a sudden, all these motherfuckers want to be lawyers and shit because they saw Method Man. Like, it, <laughs> so, like, I think when we start getting more, like, tapping into other mediums and, and, like, putting these images on TV, I mean, not even just trying to be responsible, just telling more stories, showing this the world is more versions of us then the shit the shit's gonna spread out too what's crazy is you got rappers who don't talk about that stuff at all and they're some of the most successful and we focus on everything else you know like drake don't rap about and we could say he sing a lot and i make fun of him singing all the time but he don't rap about living a life that he don't really live you know what i mean like yeah. j cole yeah. only gave you four albums about student debt and everybody was cool with that. Like, they loved it. He had fans. I've been to his shows. Them joints packed. Like, you know, I, mm -hmm. I think, like, you're right. I think it's very easy to fall into this trap of, like, I got to be this or I have to be that. But I think you look around and the real successful guys, like, they're fine, you know, and they're themselves. And they present mm -hmm. themselves. And they're successful doing that, too. So I think if we just focus a little bit more light on that and focus on that more and not focus as much on, you know what I mean? All these other people that kind of make up this negative rap or this violent rap or whatever. It's a lot of counter messages to it. We just don't necessarily focus on it. So. But I think it goes also goes back to what's more hyper exposed. So you see a lot of like on Instagram, you're always going to hear about, you know, little baby got arrested for having a pound of weed in Paris. So you X, Y and Z got shot up, you know, yeah. like, you know, while they're at um, someplace. So you have um Mm -hmm. You don't really hear much of the good stuff, really, unless it's already right. big names. Yeah, like there's no Jay Z or Diddy, mm -hmm. and and even like uh, when it comes to culture, like nowadays in basketball, you have like House of Highlights and uh, um, 
Bleacher Report always connecting like uh, something like maybe Little Baby will drop or like, uh, or, um, uh, you know, whatever little is out there, whatever just dropped. They'll try to connect it with the culture mm-hmm. and try to make you think like, all right, you know, now you got to listen to their music then you know, you go to their uh, um, library. And I'm not saying this, I, I, I'm not giving a bad or, or, or a good, you know, stance on this. I'm just saying like, this is how it is now. Like, you know, you just find yourself in that rabbit hole of maybe, um, uh, people not being a role model for the community as oh it's a fact man listen i found out what back in blood was about by poo shiesty and i fell into a rabbit hole listen to a bunch of poo shiesty but yeah same thing i mean i think again like not rap that you would necessarily listen to but kid gets arrested you find out hey him and his friends are causing a bunch of violence in memphis you go and listen to the music because that's what everybody's talking about that's what everybody's listening to so it's a good point yeah people get intrigued with the stories and and and, and they get intrigued with that like i I, like I said, the stuff gets exposed because people be wanting them stories and that action and that drama. Like that's it's it's be movies some because it's still in the, it's in the, in the entertainment realm. But the thing about it is, is that the the the, the people participating in the in the actual rapping, like I'm from Mexico right now. There's a lot of young artists coming out of there right now, and they they uh, they like killing each other left and right about the shit. Like they'll go and make a record right after. But it's it's like they really killing each other, and these are young ass dudes. They like just probably turned twenty. Some of them ain't making it to twenty, and they have to die to succeed because they think that's how you become a successful rapper. Like they think it's a formula to it. You know what I'm saying? And some of the shit is real street shit, but some of the shit like people just getting involved into it because they think this is the the blue. Uh, or, or how to become successful in this in this shit, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's that's where I don't. That's when I stop. Don't like is like I. You could talk about all the crazy shit you want on the record, but I would like to see a lot of y'all live through it so y'all can enjoy the money you get off of fucking record labels. Like that, you just let you just getting other people paid and shit. Like it's, like I can go into conspiracies on what why the fucking labels love the shit all day, but I ain't about to do that. But <laughs> but I I know what a, I know for I know these motherfuckers are putting life insurance policy motherfuckers contracts and that's even more fucked up. So like that's that's it, it's just fucking um it, it's really just like I wish we could just get to the point where it was entertainment and people understood that we can do more alive than we can do by murdering each other. But that shit like it don't stop at the entertainment. I was gonna say, nah, how do you get to that point? <clears throat> like, how do you how do you get to that? Is it would you put it on the res- I guess this kind of goes back. You're saying, yo, it's not the artist's responsibility to like what, what to to influence my kid, right? But like, is it if if people are in a place where they can't separate the two, you know what I'm saying? Um, whose responsibility is it for to I guess start that process? Is there a responsibility to the artist to be like, yo, this is just music, relax? Or is it the responsibility of like, a, you could put it on with the uh, the parents or, you know, that community to be like, hey, like, like you kind of like told you, your son, like, yo, like you can do all this, but we're still going to encourage you to be successful in different means. I just think you got to put it on the community. And that's not, you know, not to put a burden on a community or even inner city communities or impoverished communities that already have a bunch of issues. But I don't expect a corporation to make decisions to not make profit. I don't expect the artist in a society where, you know, largely your, your record sales are driven by how controversial you are, how dangerous you are. 
you know, uh, you know, let's look at like uh, Young Jeezy, right? Like everybody loved Young Jeezy. He put on a, uh, he made an album where he put a suit on and he was trying to unite the black community and he sold about three copies of that joint because people don't support that. You know what I mean? Like I pat him on the back for making the attempt, but that doesn't mean that the community is going to support it. So that's not what they're going to get, you know? So I expect the community in a certain way to kind of police itself and for people to promote, promote certain types of music. You know, I hear people talk about female rappers all the time. And I hear people complain about the content of female rappers, whether it be the City Girls or Cardi B or... It, listen, there are a lot of women who rap and have positive rap. You know, I, I love Rhapsody. If you want to hear something else, those things are available in there. You know what I mean? But if they're not supporting mm -hmm. I don't expect yeah. them to get exposure and I don't expect people to know about it. So they, yeah, we have to do better. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Um, so... In, in terms of uh, influence though, right? So would you say, um, you know, I guess the biggest c consumer of hip hop is white people, right? So would you, um, I guess, how do you feel about, uh, I guess the appropriation, so to speak? Um, you, I've, seen, I've seen posts and videos of like appropriation of white people appropriating uh, like black culture or like through, uh, through their music, like in terms of saying like wearing do rags or you know, trying to dress up as like their favorite rapper. But then when it comes down to actually being black, right? There's there's no uh correlation or Oh hell no, nobody ever wanna be black. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants to be black, but they don't so want you to be Yeah, nobody black, bro. <laughs> Man, let's uh, be, be real, we the coolest motherfuckers on the planet and everybody know it, bro. Like we influence every fucking thing to the max. Like you can look it don't matter what you look at. Man, pop music, country music, matter of fact, I point at country music. Country music right now, you put a country record on, that is literally a Nelly record from 2003. That's what the fuck country music is right now. They took Nelly's whole fucking style and, and just repackaged country music, like dead ass. It's all right with me, all of this shit. They rapping about, they sang about the same shit Nelly been rapping about, rims, Shit, they just added some mud and shit, shit in the motherfucking. It's still, it's the same fucking thing. We influence everything. Everybody like us, man. They just they hate us and they like us at the same time. It's stupid as shit ever. Just like you seen, it's a picture of people at a KKK meeting with some Jordans on. What the fuck are you doing? Do you know what you're doing? Stupid, bro. It's nobody ever is gonna want to take on the burden of being us because they they try to make us seem like we're undesirable, but they'll take everything we make because we're creative motherfuckers. Like dead ass, we came over here and made a culture out of nothing. So of course they gonna try to take whatever the fuck we make. Man, we influencing the whole internet right now. Everything, everything that starts off as a trend, I don't give a fuck what nobody talking about. That shit starts on black Twitter. All the jokes, all the me, all that shit starts on black Twitter. All the sayings, all the slang. And then when it makes it to the top, that's when the black Twitter done moved on to another thing that's gonna be about four weeks. So like, man, we 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 can't we can't help our impact. What we gotta do is try to find a way to start monetizing uh, shit and start taking our power back as far as that end because that's what the fuck is gonna put us back in this thing. Like I, uh, Isaac Hayes Jr. his fan base app. That's um that's really focused on that shit because you know how people on TikTok be getting ripped off left and right by um because they they don't put you on the main page until you're a certain pigment after you done made a whole fucking dance and made you know what I'm saying started a whole trend but you ain't get the like them girls who might have started the dance get on the front page it's some it's some little girl that 
spent five hours in the mirror learning how to do their dance or reenacting and shit on camera, slightly offbeat and shit. But <laughs> that's what the fuck, man. That's it. That's it. Like, man, it's just the burden of being cool as fuck. We got cool as goddamn. I don't know the fuck. Like, it ain't no racist shit to say that, but we just cool as fuck. You saying Asian people dressing us like us from uh, when we was uh, they dress like the you got served movie and shit now. Like these motherfucking whole Asian people dress like a B2K uh, movie. So it's fucking, bro. We just influential as fuck. I don't even, I don't know, I don't know how to stop us or, or stop that shit. <laughs> Once we got access to the internet, it was over. Yo. Oh, it was a wrap. Listen, man, the, the first form of art in America was minstrelsy, man. White society in America love black folks and are infatuated with black folks. So I completely understand that. I don't think that's anything new. I think that's our whole experience since we got here. So I'm not too bothered by that. I think you make the perfect point about ownership, you know, and, and sometimes that's monetarily. And sometimes it isn't even that, like, I just want to make sure that we still determine what good rap is. Like, I think it gets to a space where record sales and other people who participate in the art now get to dictate what's the best art. So now I got to have whole conversations and this is no disrespect, but about whether Eminem's the greatest rapper of all time. He's not. And mm -hmm. I got to have that conversation. And when I have that conversation, what can get thrown in my face are concert ticket sales and album sales. And those things just do not dictate what the best music is or, or what the greatest art contribution is. So I, I, I want to get back to that space mm -hmm. where at least the community and the people who originally created the art are still determining what's dope. Like what is really good? Like, you know, we, I feel like we're kind of losing that and it just becomes, again, like this capitalist who sells the most or who does the most of this or who's captivated and supported by the white community. And and that's the part that. Mm -hmm. Wait, so we're, we're, pay, piggybacking off the selling, do you think um, the constant like release of music on set dates, like usually Friday nowadays, is like um, making it hard to stand out and have albums have like a uh lasting impact like they would maybe back in the it's day. just way more music it's just way more music so like even if you make a concerted effort to keep up with all the music you can't yeah and i think that's partially what leads to the gimmickry too that's what leads to the let me act crazy on ig let me yeah. do something yeah. wild because that way i'll stand out Before because drop how can i stand out with records coming out every week you know what i mean or like kids constantly uploading music incessantly so i think that becomes a part of it but is that a bad thing though? Like if I'm an artist and I'm a new artist and I'm making music, I'm trying to get heard. I'm going to upload my joint, especially today where I can have access to put it across the whole world in a matter of a couple of minutes. I don't think it is. I think that's what you're supposed to do because you don't have to wait outside of Def Jam and hope that somebody in New York likes your music now. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Good Brothers from the yeah. South, you know what it is. When you was from the South back in the days, you had to come to New York and go convince somebody in New York that your music was good. And those people had no ear for it. They had no understanding of what you were talking about. So now you can go ahead and just upload your music and get a community, get people in Memphis to support you. Then get this people in the South to support you. Now you're a whole thing. Most of the time when these kids get signed now, they already have huge followings already because they've put so much music out and they've gotten people to support them. I think it's a given thing, mm -hmm. but I think there's a certain freedom. Um, and it's just your responsibility to make sure the music is good. Yeah. I think you, I mean, like if you got a real passion for it and you're doing it for real, I mean, the money, if, if you just for the money, you're just doing it. If you're strictly only doing it for the money, 
it's a lot of fucking other ways to make money. I'm gonna tell you right now, most rappers, successful rappers, and I be knowing them, like, it's a lot of these motherfuckers broke as fuck. Like, they, they just famous as shit. And that don't mean you can be a famous rapper all day. It don't mean you making money. Because then you could also have, like, 17 motherfuckers in your pocket breaking up a check that you barely got. You know what I'm saying? Is it to, uh, if you got passion for it and you want to drop the music, by all means, keep on keep on doing this shit. But don't, like, I feel like you really just the, nowadays, I feel like if you got, if you feel like you got talent and you feel like you can get a base, I mean, bro, the internet is fucking amazing. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You can build your fan base. You don't, like, the, I'm going to be honest with you, the labels are scared as shit right now because they're about to become irrelevant. All the gatekeepers and the people that used to fucking dictate what came in the fucking, the came in what was cool, they're about to be jobless. These motherfuckers are, uh, are the connects and shit. These motherfuckers are about the. I hope they save money because they're going straight to the fans now. When you, when you get straight to your fan base and you build that fan base, if you got a solid 10,000 motherfuckers that want to listen to you every time you drop some shit, you're going to be straight. You're going to be good. That's, uh, I mean, that's all, that's all you really need if you're just doing it for, but if you're trying to get a hit of licks and trying to get rich off of rap music, man, you might as well just fucking, it's so many other ways to make fucking money, more money than fucking rap music. Like, why would you, why would you set yourself up for that shit? <laughs> it's fucking, man, I tell man, <laughs> I, I, I met a rap, I ain't, I ain't dropping on that. I know a rapper that looks like he got a lot of money, right? He's a young guy, company coming, you know what I'm saying? So, it, the shit that really tripped me out is when, 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 um, like he, he, we were, I was in the car with him and some other guy. They picked him up and we was in the Acura. The dude was impressed as fuck over Acura. It was 13 or some shit. But you swear to God, he knows all about these fucking, uh, foreign cars and shit. It was gonna say, how much this fucking Acura cost? Like he's fucking impressed as shit. It's because <laughs> he's broke. He's never, he can't afford no fucking car. That's what the fuck is going on, like, but it's, it's on, on, on the ground, you look just fuck. So, like, it's, it's, it's what it is, like, you, you can't, like, it's, it's other investments you can make besides rapping. You just love rapping and shit, go ahead, like, I, 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 can, I say do whatever the fuck you like doing, but it's, it's other ways to get real money out here versus that falling for uh, just shit the rappers say. Would you say that social media has made it easier to pursue it? Right, because my my thing, I th I feel like another consequence of social media is not only is it easier to distribute your music, obviously, kind of like mentioned, it's easier to become a, like a star over a, like get your own fan base. You know what I'm saying? Like it's easy for you, it's easier rather for your music to blow up. Can we bring up uh, TikTok? Yeah, so I'm thinking. I was gonna say I'm thinking <laughs> like I'm thinking like TikTok, right? Like you think of like uh well then Lil Nas X was more like Twitter Instagram but like for example kind of starting with Lil Nas X the way he blew up he put that song Old Town Road on a meme and like on a bunch of like videos that just blew up um on Twitter on Instagram and then the song blew up you know what I'm saying? like Roddy Rich like the box right the box that song wasn't really that good I don't think personally personally but it went with so many TikToks and it went with so many like uh, uh, memes and stuff that like, you know, people washing their car, right? Like that joint, that joint blew up, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, mm -hmm. we all have blown up, right? If you, if you really have to go back and you have to go sell the record, you know what I'm saying? And like, it was based on like, yo, is this really good? You know, like, does, does that stuff happen as much? So would you say it's driving the quality of music down or is it just like making a new kind of like, uh, um, 
maybe money grab for people. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's a new money grab. Moving yeah. the quality down. But I think yeah. a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 it's, 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 it's doing both. Cause like if you can you can do the money grab, you can drop you can drop some shit that sound like somebody and, and hope it uh catch a wave and, and become a TikTok. And then you got artists out there that are, are fucking trying to go hard so they can stand the fuck out. So they just they using this shit up as a challenge to uh to stand out. So I mean you still it's go it's go still it's go man shit, it's been trash rappers every era. I don't like it ain't never not it's, it's trash rappers from the golden era. It's trash rappers now. It's gonna be trash motherfuckers and some shit. And it's only like, and it's all perspective too at the same time. What I think might be trash, somebody else might be ready to die for. Like I, like I might think like so. Like it's, it's that's what's fun part of hip hop is calling niggas trash. To be honest, because you always have an opposing motherfucker to say to you, nah, he's not trash. That's what's the fun part of hip hop. Just like the Jay Z and Nas debate. Like Jay Z and Nas, all right. Jay Z, I was always like, as far as just rappers. And, and albums, like as far as charisma on the record, I'm always gonna be like, oh, I like to listen to Jay-Z more. But as far as the fucking battle, Nas goddamn one. It's no like a Jay-Z replied to his ass several times, but Ether is the end all end of the fucking battle. Like after he after <laughs> the shit Ether, like all the shit Jay-Z was talking about, like bro, whatever, bro. The nigga started the track off saying fuck Jay-Z. He could have just let that shit rock <laughs> with the fucking intro. He had to say shit else. And the nigga like was focused on Jay-Z for the rest of the record. It was no fucking sublims, no fucking pauses. It was no other shit for like, like that's, that's, that, that was fucking like, I was like, all right, well fucking Nas won that shit. So like that shit right there, like, but I'm not a fucking Nas fan like that. Like I knew Nas for rap, but I'm listening to Nas like he, like I get like, even though he's putting all these words together saying some real ass shit, he's not catching my ear. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z would catch my ear because he switch up the flows a lot. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what the fuck I feel like the the fun part of the rap of rap is like just so many people liking different shit. You know what I'm saying? And then like them barbershop conversations come up, and then we get to talk about who we think dope and who we think trash, and and, and make our points. That's just just like sports. It's the same shit. Nah, I agree. I agree. I guess that's that's the fun part, like the disagreement. Do you have thoughts on the Jay Z Nas Nas beef? Oh nah, man. Nope, <laughs> nope. I, uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. <laughs> nope, nope. But no, I, I, I do think you make a good point, though, man. Listen, there has there have always been terrible rappers. Again, I think we kind of go out of our way to talk about this generation, like is that different from ones before it, and it really isn't. Um, it's just more music, though. I just think nah. a lot of music, man. We're just getting bombarded with it now. So yeah. Um, I mean, would you? I guess would you call it oversaturated? And like, I don't know. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Like, what what would you prefer? It's consumer products, so I'm not mad at you know what I mean. I'm not mad at you know how much detergent is on the shelf. I'm not, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I'm not mad at the options that are out there. I think it's good that there are that many options out there. there are a bunch of kids making money. You know, you and I talk about Code of the Friend all the time. I love Code of the Friend to death. I think that kid's awesome. He's not on a major label. He sells out shows all the time. He's able to provide for his family. I, I don't want one less opportunity for a kid to be able to do that. So, now nah, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's. No, it's like. It's like... Right. like, this is what I break it down as. Huh? No, nah, no, nah, I was like, it was a career choice. Oh, um, Oh yeah, my fault. I was saying that's the real shit right there. Like the, the shit I've been looking at in rap, because it's a lot of like it's a lot of motherfucking, like I said, it's trappers every era. 
thing. I, I, I respect motherfuckers getting their money and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the other thing is, I look at it like this. So we got we got uh, rappers who are talented in, in, in other ways and shit. Like, because hip-hop is like, I look at it like a tree, and it branches out into a bunch of different genres. Hip-hop got its own genres now. You got different uh, versions of rap. So, like, that's why, like, when I look at, like, the XXL freshman cover and they be asking everybody to freestyle, I think that's a trash approach because all those rappers ain't them kind of rappers. If you got a fucking... Let's uh, you, you got a let's say you got a Hobson over here who fucking the freestyle all day, but then you got Lil Uzi over here who's melodic. But Lil Uzi ain't nobody trying to really hear a Lil Uzi 16 like off the top of the head because nobody tunes in to him for that kind of shit. People listening to him for like, okay, what kind of song you about to make? Lil Uzi can make a good ass hook and shit, or just like Future can. But uh, and Hobson can make one of the dopest 16s you ever heard. And Hobson can write a song too. But it's a lot of lyrical ass. Let's say battle rappers. Battle rappers. It's a lot of battle rappers can't write a song to say they fucking life, but they can rap all goddamn day. But they can't write. Never when they try, they can't. Even when Cassidy, Cassidy was is dope as fuck as a rapper, but without Swizzy, he does not have that single. He's not gonna have it. Cause Swiss was the nigga who gave him the hooks and the beat. Then you got motherfuckers who could write hooks all day. But when you like freestyle, nigga, everybody's finna cut that shit off because nobody wanna hear this nigga 16 because motherfucker ain't that kind of a rapper. So like that's why that's how I feel about it. Like everybody got their own kind of like uh arena now. So it just depends on what kind of rap you looking for too. No, I agree. Yeah, there are too many. It's like whenever you have the debate of, like, who's the best artist now? That was actually one of the questions that came between the rap. But, like, whenever we, we listened to the podcast the other day, whenever you trying to have that conversation of who's the, the best honest, it goes on and on because that's the thing. Like, there are so many different, like, genres and, like, narrow it down. Point, what are your parameters? Yeah, it's yeah. like you can't, like, yeah, you can't yeah. compare someone like Nas to someone like Future, like, you know, Future in terms of trap music and, and whatever, like, Future's on the Mount Rushmore, you know what I'm saying? Like, he innovated and you know, blew it up into a completely different level. So it was like Migos in a way, right? But then you're not really going to compare Migos. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if you want to look at like total grand scale in terms of influence, all right, possibly. But like, there's just way too many subgenres. Yeah. But do we always have to compare? I think that's what like the question becomes. Like, I don't, I try not to compare Mm -hmm. the future. You know what I mean? Like, right. I want to enjoy my Nas. Yeah. And there are times when I want to hear March Madness, and that's yeah. a whole different vibe than the Nas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. You, you, I don't want to compare the two of them. You know what I mean? If, because if you're going to, it has to be within the, the same. Like, to me, well, sometimes, I, <laughs> sometimes I think that's true. That's true. Sometimes I think about artists like a, like a basketball team. Like, everyone got their own position. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't compare, like, the skill of Chris Paul to uh, Shaq. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you, you can't. There's no comparing the two. It's completely different. different roles, you got to compare Chris Paul to Steve Nash. You can compare Shaq to Kareem, you know what I'm saying? But, but like, I try not to do that piece about like the intergenerational piece of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so like I don't expect you to be like Nas my favorite rapper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nah, I was a kid when Nas came out. That should be my favorite rapper because during that period of time, I'm living life. I'm young. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't expect that of kids anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like when we back Yachty in the corner and be like, tell me a Biggie rap. Like, no, he don't know Biggie rap. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's that. I don't like that shit. Like, cause that, that's, that's, yeah, I don't like when they do that kind of shit. Like that'd be, that'd be fucked up. Cause you know, them kids don't know that shit. Like, it's, <laughs> 
Like, cause that's like somebody backing us in the corner and asking us to, to recite an entire Hall of Notes song or some shit when we was growing up. If you ain't listening to that shit, you ain't gonna know what the fuck that was. You know what I'm saying? But, then, yeah. but yeah, that's uh. They should know the history though. I do think you should know who was around before you. Like yeah. that's just a fact. I just think that's, but that's more just being respectful of black culture. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. you know the rappers who came before you. I think you should know some of the people on Motown. I think you should know who Sly and the Family Stone is. Like, you know what I mean? That's just respectful of the culture. Like. If you're from this mm-hmm. culture and you're going to make black music for the black community, you should know the things that came before you. I don't think you should be encyclopedic about it, and I don't think you have to quote it and recite it. But I think you should know some of the history. I think if you if you're a young yeah. rapper right now, you should kind of know how this thing started because that's what provides for you every day. You know what I mean? But that's just more of a respect thing. You know what I mean? Like not necessarily specific. To- yeah. Like, you, even if they don't dig in the crates for the shit, like, I just had a respect for the shit. Like, that's that the disrespect of when motherfuckers be like, like, because it, it's it, even if, like, let's say, like, let's say if uh, I grew up and I didn't listen to like the people that were getting sampled in the music we might have grew up on and shit. Like, it, it ain't, you don't gotta say, oh, fuck them niggas, they old and shit. Like, what them old ass niggas doing now? They ain't, but you just respect the shit. Like, I, you might not. You might not know who you just sampled, but you wouldn't have opportunity to do this shit, and that's all it is. Like, you ain't got to impress me with your with your deep ass knowledge of of, of hip hop. Just fucking respect the shit. You know what I'm saying? Because it gave us options. So I guess, how do you feel about, um, I'm not sure if you guys are all caught up, but I guess um, artists they call industry plants that get the uh, artificial, it's kind of like an artificial push to like fandom or being famous. And hey man, I don't know how Murray went from quicksand to that J. Cole feature that quick, but <laughs> I'll let y'all tell me the answer to that one. Now, I- Nah, you can go ahead, man. I think he's, it exists, but again, that's just he's a Carolina commerce, kid. Man. He's, a commerce. Ca- he's a Carolina kid. Of course, he's gonna have got the little country sound, Moray. You got the little country sound he was talking about. Nah, I, 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 no, listen, it's not about judging the artist. Yeah, I don't yeah. judge the artist. I just listen, I just see quick. I see some grinds and then I see some oh word, that <laughs> song is out, and then they everywhere, and then I kind of know, like, all right, it's something to that. Mm. I just think it's something to it. But, but then again, you, can say, you can argue, but if the people like it and they want to listen to it. Comp- oh, hold on, though. I do think that there are certain things that are propped up for people to like them. Yeah. That's a fact. A I think bit. there are certain yeah. things that, that yeah. they go, okay, this is a thing. We can present this thing, and it yeah. gets played on the radio incessantly. Marketing, yeah, and it becomes stuff, a thing. Yeah. I, I, again, I don't have any problem with Lil Nas X. I know it's Lord beat up Lil Nas X season, but I, I don't care nothing about that. But I do think Old Town Road went from zero to 100. I don't know where that came from. I don't, you know, what I mean, from social media I, again. But a record company sees that it comes from social mm-hmm. media, and then they jump on it, and they already know that millions of people are supporting it on social media. So now it's the video, and now it's every the great performance at a music show, and Lil Nas X is everywhere, and then it gets plastered everywhere. I'm not saying that the kid isn't talented or yeah, that yeah. Old Town Road in the great song. Maybe it is. I mean, how you feel about like you, you got designer with Panda and all that stuff, and he kind of fizzled out. Yeah, I'm bad about it. Panda though. That was the, no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I love that song. Everything, I'm playing. Yeah. You saw how he blew up crazy <laughs> that, that kind of like style, and then I kind of fizzled out. You know. Well, I also no, no, thought that was Kanye abuse. 
True. You should call that what it is. <laughs> you should call that what it is. Don't let that man get away with that abusive relationship. <laughs> Don't do that. Nah. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So, um, are you are you thinking like, all right, say if, if the labels weren't as I don't yeah, want to like, sound like an economist, right? Like, if it was more free market, like, if the labels weren't influencing the market, do you think the song wouldn't have blown up as much? Oh, I like, think it would be a whole different landscape. Yeah. I think, but again, because the thing is, what was crazy, the thing is, that was, that was kind of crazy because it was like they were promoting Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, and it was like, yo, it was only one song. Granted, yeah, one hit wonders do exist, and it's like, if you do it, like, you got to chase it back as much as you can. But, but then honest, it was the also, he dropped after that, that was, it was even so that good. It wasn't Bro, even it wasn't, that good. Oh, yeah, it was Panini, that's it. And yeah. then, like, I like that song. I really do. But, like, after that, like, I I haven't listened to a little But Nas it's X such a after. large push that now, when the next thing comes out, what is it, Montero or whatever the thing yeah, is, you know? There's that's no, why he had the, the gimmicky shoe thing. But there's no earned buildup, you know what I mean? There's just this constant, like, push and this attention. weird propaganda about Yeah, the market... Yeah, the market different now. I, I really be... I honestly feel, like, kind of different. Like, I feel like the labels really ain't got as much power no more. I think they desperate and scrambling. They be looking at... I think they look online a lot to see what motherfuckers is doing. I think with Lil Nas X, for instance, like you said, he came off off the memes and shit, which I think is genius. Uh, the, the shit, uh, the shit he did was was fucking genius. It caught so much wind that they try to come after you after you are already, you know what I'm saying? And that's when come over, and then they might help initiate, take it to the next level. But if I ain't mistaken, I think. Oh, my father, I was just saying, I think he set himself up to eat, then the life and they took us off of it because they was like, this ain't no country record. And then that's when Miley's dad got on the shit uh, and took it to all the way over the fucking top. But I think, I think he really just back to where you couldn't ignore them. I ain't really like people to be like, I remember when DJs had power to break records. I remember when radio, but I just see everybody, I see every form of media, TV too, everybody's playing catch up to what's, what's trending on it. Like, uh, I don't think nobody really, uh, nobody really is really had a power they used to back in the day because they, they just trying to catch up to the internet all the time. And like I say, I feel like everybody trying to keep up with black Twitter, that's it. <laughs> That goes back to the power of social media. Kind of, I think, also kind of like impacting the quality a little bit more. But we were talking about those a um, those a the podcast DJ Funk Flex was with Wallow and Gilly. Um, mm-hmm. and they were talking about Funk Flex. There's a clip going around saying like, "Yo, like back in the day, artists needed like radio to break their music to yeah, break them to stardom." He was like, "Nah, like before you needed a DJ, needed a record played in the club, or you needed to play it on the radio." And I was like, "Nah, you don't need that." He was like, for me, like, Nate, like mm-hmm. he was like, if you play on the radio, now it's like superstardom. Like, now it's like, you're already solidified. But he was like, the t- artists today are breaking the music on social media, on YouTube, on TikTok, on whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do your own thing. Then if you need radio, it'll probably take you to, like, you know, new heights. But it's like, you don't, you don't need it. You don't need it. I don't even listen to the radio. Y'all still listen to the radio? No. It, no. And I ain't no offense to... First thing, I'll be forgetting how to use the radio. I'm not even going to hold you. He's like, why am I dialing for what? I, 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 say this, I say this jokingly, 
but I don't mean it, but I, I, I be telling, like, I be telling people, like, man, poor people listen to the radio now. So, like, that's just, just like public access TV. Like, you ain't got cable. You don't got no streaming service, bro? Like, like what the fuck is he doing? I be disgusted listening to, I get into Uber or some shit. He playing the radio. He getting a motherfucking one star. Like, what are you doing? You don't need to be driving to get your life together, you know? Because you shouldn't be driving me if you can't get your life together or you got a streaming service. But nah, for real, like, the, the real shit is that, like, I feel like everybody kind of dictate what's going in ears, but the people still fall. I love trends. We all love trends, man. We 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 like to laugh and feel like we all in on one joke when it's like a, a, a big ass meme going around or everybody participating in like a challenge and shit. It's just like we just it's just like us all the whole internet having fun together. So when they put the music on that shit, then everybody start liking the song. Like it's a bunch of shit that I got exposed to by mistake, just fucking around, uh, looking at people content and shit. <laughs> nah, I think I think I think I get kind of comes back to like we talk about this all the time, um, being responsible with your influence. Like, I think that's like a key a key thing when it comes out there. But like, um, I think the the possibilities are like for someone who has good intentions, the possibilities are endless and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like truly talented artists or, you know, who just get from the mud, right? Or like, not really get from the mud, who just start from, start from scratch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. um, one thing, uh, I, I forgot where, I listened to some podcast, but it was using the example of the difference between an artist who gets in one hit and wonder and blows up versus the artist who has to drop for years and years and, you know, has to drop mixtapes and four or five mixtapes only being played at their local bar or local club. And then like, you know, having to take over this city. And then finally, after like, you know, seven years of dropping music, they finally get put on. Really you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't that. you don't hear about that story as much, but then it's those, they're like, you know, just naturally within the music industry, those are the people who are going to last longer and do better because it's like, yeah, we all like trends, but you need something that's going to be standing the test of time. You know what I'm saying? Like you need some of that evergreen content that's going to be, be able to play no matter what. Like no one wants to go listen to Freddie mm-hmm. Wap right now. Like 2015, 2016, yeah. I don't want to hear that sound no more. Like it's not going to happen. The day cold yeah. and dropping five albums about student debt, and I'm gonna listen to it every single time. <laughs> every single time I'm gonna go listen to hey, it. Yeah, still wins, man. Exactly. I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh yeah, every time. Still wins. You yeah. still look at your top five yeah. list, and you still see real rappers. Kendrick been out here ignoring y'all mm-hmm. for years. <laughs> we still waiting for yeah, that mm-hmm. to drop three, because we five. know what he do. Mm-hmm. Everybody waiting with Bay and mm-hmm. and Drake to drop because real rap is gonna win. And it don't have exactly to that you want to hear. It don't got to be about the subject matter you want to hear. But guys who are poetic and know how to rap is always going to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced of that part. Yep. The trends will go up and down. And it was like, it may be like, you know, it's kind of like stock. You think about stocks and stuff like that, right? The trends are just the flashy stuff that might make money here and now. But it's like, over time, you want that upward trending. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just make sure that you're, you know, doing, doing true to yourself and being true to the game. And you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Point. No, I mean, it's, what's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just following trends. Like, you're going to be playing catch-up the whole time, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People who be just... Because it's like the same person who can rap on, like, a, on, a, on a trap beat is not going to be the same person necessarily who can have the same skill to rap on a melodic beat who could rap on a country beat. Mm-hmm. It's popping right now. So if you're hopping on trends, you're not built for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're naturally not going to be good for it. So you're going to be placing catch-up and the quality is not going to be good. You know, but like once you, yeah. 
much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You still have to see what's true for yourself. Benny the Butcher was talking about, um, I saw a video. He was like, yo, the best thing you want to do if you're an artist is get yourself a producer and make like 10 songs. Now you have your own sound, you know what I'm saying? And like, you can build from that. And he's saying like, he started rapping when he was 16, didn't get put on until he was like 32. He was like, yeah, that's 16 years of putting out music without hearing but any buzz. are those guys, like you were talking about, like you never hear that story. Yeah. And you know, I listen, I, I like, I love those guys. I think they're great. I've been listening to them for years. Yeah, yeah. But what I appreciate is that now they're getting the roses that they should be getting, you know what I mean? But it didn't come overnight. So if mm-hmm. they had done that for five years and quit, it wouldn't have worked out. You know, mm-hmm. if they did it for 10 and quit, it wouldn't have worked out. Mm-hmm. Now you literally see them featured on the X album. You see people literally getting beats that sound like their beats yeah. to sound like them. Uh, you know, the good stuff, the real refined art is always going to rise, man. Yeah. yeah, because it's passion. And that's anything. If you ain't doing it with real passion behind it, if you're doing it just because you saw somebody else do it, if you're doing it because you think it's a quick rich, get rich quick scheme or a quick lick, if you don't if you if you don't have that passion, then you're not for real. You ain't gonna have the endurance to to, to fucking go through all the bullshit with it and then stand and get your ass right back up to when the motherfucker tell your ass, nah, I ain't feeling this shit. Cause that's what that's what passion is. Like you do the shit because you wanna do the shit. Like you love this shit. You ain't just doing it because oh, this shit cool, or I'm going to get bitches off this shit, because that's what motherfuckers get distracted with. And then that's what, like, I remember going to this event where they were, because uh, I'm here in Atlanta, you know, everything a damn open mic. So fucking, like, you be at a bar, somebody go start rapping. So with the fucking, I was at this thing where they were actually judging artists, and um, and the shit they were saying to this, like, this shit pissed me off, and this is why I stopped going and shit like this, because the dude had a good-ass song, he did a good-ass performance, I know he drove to Atlanta to do this shit. And the judges who just, they're just like a bullshit ass scheme to get them to pay to do the open mic. Motherfucking judges up there telling some, yeah, you know, the song all right, but you gotta work on your drip. You gotta work on your drip. I'm like, bro, what the fuck you talking about his drip for? Like his clothes don't got shit to do with his talent. You weren't, y'all, people be worried about shit. That is not the fucking shit to be worried. You worry about that shit. If you can worry about that shit, but if you got passion, passion is actually getting your ass up going to a fucking another city when you ain't got no fucking money because you got you heard you might have uh, a chance to make your dream come true, and and that's the shit that that really take your ass to the next level when you got that fueling you. Motherfuckers do the shit because it's trendy or they want to look cool. It's I mean like you got to find your real passion. You could be cool doing your other shit. You ain't gotta try to look cool. Doing some shit you're not passionate about. Because after a while, you're going to look silly. Like all the fucking, you see how much fashion has gone in and out of hip hop? Imagine if a nigga was dressed like Red Man right now from 1994 <laughs> and shit. Nigga, look, y'all worried about drip, bro. Like, just drip shit, that shit's going to come and go. Hip hop switch the style up all the fucking time. We used to laugh at Kanye for wearing clothes that fit. I remember that. People <laughs> was laughing at Pharrell and Kanye. Pharrell and Kanye was wearing clothes that fucking fit. And niggas was like, what the fuck is this nigga wearing? This nigga look stupid. This nigga was laughing at these niggas. And all they did was wear a shirt that fucking fit. Now that shit the trend. Like, how the fuck is that? <laughs> it ain't rough. That shit crazy as fuck. Uh, things have changed. Things have changed. It's funny. Um, do you think... Um, a lot of songs, 
I feel like, I don't know if it is still as big. I, feel I mean, like wait, the, I mean, things changing. Sorry, just just yeah. big back off that. That's why you got like you know, little pump and Takashi, you got all of them. They look, you know, they're like, <laughs> like <laughs> hair, yeah. they, they, you know, they're here to do, like you said, the gimmick stuff and all that. When and, and on all, all that good stuff, so you got them trolling on the internet and you know, all this like uh, extravagant like things just to stand out and and. You know, it doesn't help with the quality of their music, but it, it's their drip. Mm-hmm. They got. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the quality of music. So, how do you feel? Um, I guess if if we're talking about different genres, right? I guess we could be a little open-minded. But how do you feel about um, some artists caring uh, so much about the beat um, of the song to make it popping? And like, do you think uh, the focus on a beat limit is limits like? the quality or the total creative work of the record. I just feel like that's part of your responsibility as an artist, man. It's your, part of your responsibility is making sure that the, the, the bed that you present your music in is, is worthwhile and will get the attention of the people and, and sounds good. It, it's just part of it. So it, it's unfortunate, but it's rap. It's part of rap. So it's from like the, the very beginning, the beat. yeah, listen, man, I, you know, I think cannabis is very talented. I don't think he ever did a good job picking a beat in his life. Things did not work out. Like, Perfect example. I got mean, you damn right about that. To the man, you, he probably know too. You know when he hit it was. I know, man. Come on, the stuff that guy was saying. But it's part of your responsibility to present the music a certain kind of way. So, listen, I, I'm of the era of the Pete Rocks and the Preems and the Kanyes and. The- oh yeah. Yo, that's part of it, man. You got you got to have good production, man. So you got to. The production is, is huge. I think it's a huge factor. I don't think it's I don't think it's um nobody's fault if somebody got a hard ass beat. It's nobody's fucking fault. If your ass can't handle that shit, I mean I think he's a rapper, like I think yo, I think you gotta have that competitive that's where the competitive side gotta kick into you. Like I I gotta cause you know niggas just take your beat and rap on it better than your ass if you don't kill that shit. And Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne who did that he did that shit to Mike Jones. Mike Jones had this song called Mr. Jones. Nobody remembers Mike Jones' version of the song because Lil Wayne took the goddamn beat and fucking ripped the shit to shreds. And that's what they played in the club. Nobody ever played fucking Mike Jones' version again. Like, the shit was fucking crazy as fuck. Like, that, that's why you, like, as, as a rapper, you got to make sure if you're going to get a beat uh, that's hard as fuck, you should try. Like, if you don't try, that's a that's just on you. Like, you might you, you might do some other shit that somebody else can't do. But if you gonna be that spitting, you better do the best you can to where nobody can't top the shit. That's all I say. But I think you should try to find the best beat every fucking time. Like, cause that's like I don't want to hear no trash beat. Like, <laughs> but I'm listening to your shit. And then like like. Have some shit that go with the music. Just like it's the same. It's still you still an artist. You put an actual song. You gotta make. You gotta make sure the production is dope. Like that's part of that. Just like you said, that's part of it. That's, that's part of the motherfucking shit. I think producers need more credit though. Definitely, because they don't save a lot of people's careers or started them. <laughs> Facts. That's it. That was Ghostwriters too. I mean, now we don't. We don't have- I wish we could just know who the ghostwriters were writing for. I, I, I've been trying to figure it out, man. And I know the guys who really ghostwrite, the Royce, the five nines, the Sky Zoos. I just try and guess around, man, but I can't figure it out. But I wish I, one day I'm going to find out. I want to mm. know. 
for getting these balls. <laughs> yeah, the one. Oh yeah, shit. I, the, that ghost right man, That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother huge ass bag. A lot of people don't even understand that exists. So I'll never. I don't think. I think. I think. I think it should be something that's like we know about, but I don't know because I don't like. It's a lot of people making money still getting to live their passion through a different means. So I, I, I love the fact that motherfuckers like get to do the shit and don't get exposed all the time. It's like when they expose them, it kind of make people like you know what I'm saying scared to use them. I don't think it should be a big deal though. Like I think it who getting help and who not getting help, so we could view it that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Like Drake, I don't take him out of the dope rapper discussion. I don't think he rap enough to be, the, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I don't yeah. care if somebody helped him with an R and B hook. I think his pen is his pen, and he get busy with his pen. But you know, mm-hmm. other guys, I don't want to trash you or remove you from hip hop because you got a ghostwriter. Yeah. I just want to know so I don't put you in this other conversation with these spitters, you know what I mean? With these guys who really sit with it, mm-hmm. try and get to it. You know, I just wish, just for comparison's sake, yeah. a couple of folks we got in there, we'd, we'd remove if we knew the real. It's you not know? like, it's <laughs> not lip syncing. Oh uh, yeah. You got Lil Yachty and St. John Ryan for Beyonce and stuff. So, I mean, it is a bag in and of itself. Yeah, oh so. no, it's a bag, man. I'm like different, it, it's kind of different than the music industry because like singers and like a lot of R&B artists, like I think it was more for them to get their songs written because it was more on like their performance and their voice rather than yeah. necessarily their words. I think with the rap, it's so- yeah, because Whitney, because like, I know that I will always love you. That's a Dolly Parton song. Yeah. That's actually a cover Whitney Houston did, but you would never know it was fucking Dolly Parton song if you heard Whitney's version because it was just her performance. Yeah. So shit, but I kind of look at it like the same. Like okay, if you write a song for Drake. Like we already know, like a lot of people that don't wrote songs for Drake. But like, let's say the party next door, we literally can tell when party next door writes a song for him, but it just don't carry the same when he does it himself versus when Drake does it. Because you know Drake got that brand, he already got that voice everybody used to, and he's he's the fucking perfect um, shoebox to put the shoes. It's just like motherfucker might make some Jordans. But if you don't put the little Jordan man on the shit with it, like ain't nobody trying to buy this. You could be the same fucking shoe, but you ain't got the Jordan man <laughs> on the shit. Hey, I ain't getting this shit with Jordan at. Like nobody want the shit. So I, I think that's really on the consumer a little bit more than 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 it is. Like, because you can look up the ghostwriters and shit. Like I, I fuck with Quentin Miller, my my homeboy. I fuck with him, and he got some hard ass fucking music. You know what I'm saying? He should like his music. ain't, ain't different. No different from what he done passed off to somebody, like as far as the shit we we got introduced to him from. But like I said, he ain't he not uh biggest biggest Drake yet. You know what I'm saying? But he fucking like he he got some hard fucking music. Like, why the fuck are we not into that? It's just people be wanting what they used to, like that. So what's getting the the push behind them and shit. So wrap it up. So I mean, I mean I got no more questions, but I mean, this has been a great conversation. Is there any That's last points? Any any final statements from our guests, Ace? No, I mean, the only final points I have is there's a lot of great rap out right now that everybody don't necessarily love or, or know about, you know what I mean? Bang that Pray for Haiti by Makami. Play that Sky Zoo album that just came out. They're real rappers, guys who really make good art, and they just don't necessarily get the exposure. And I'm rocking with them the same way I'm waiting for the Drake and the Kendrick to drop like everybody else. But just trying to remember those other artists out there that 
you know, maybe are more positive and maybe aren't as detrimental to the community that we can kind of focus on and give a little light to. So yeah, that's it. Ace. Yeah, that's real shit. I kind of, it's the same thing to me, man. Just enjoy like, just enjoy the culture and 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 have fun with it, and don't be scared to 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 dig through and, and uh, find that new shit. Like that people, there's a lot of shit out there, man. Like, and the beautiful thing about now is we got access to all of it, the the good and the trash. So we can, it's really up to you. You dictate your own, you you curate your own shit. So like, you can find whatever you want, or you can keep it surface and you can just keep getting fed. Or even cook your own meals and find that shit. So for sure, love it, love it. All right. So on that note, um, yo, thank you guys for coming on today's episode. Much appreciated, Ace. If you want to give out your socials, um, before you you, you we uh, we conclude for people, how they want to find you, learn more about you, and what you're doing. Anything upcoming? You know, let us know. Oh, um, well, you just look up, just type in Ace Vane on whatever your social media is. It's A-C-E, V as in Victor, A-N as in Nancy, E as in Edward. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, really on there, anything you, you go on on a regular, I should be on. Um, but, uh, and, and subscribe to the YouTube, follow the IG, whatever. And yeah, I got a lot of shit coming up, but I've learned not to make announcements no more because I get a shitload of uh, DMs uh, cursing me out. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm, <laughs> stop, I'm not announcing shit no more. I'm not. I'm not doing the shit no more. It's just. It's gonna drop when it. Whenever it drop, it drop. Whatever the fuck I'm doing, it's gonna drop. Just know I'm always fucking working. For sure, for sure. So on that note, yo, thank you guys again for joining. Um, yo, it was a really dope episode. I hope Anytime. You I hope you, if you made it this far in a conversation, God bless you, yo. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, make sure that you you like, you subscribe, you leave a review on our Apple Podcast. That's how uh these podcasts Strange get rated. Get known. Yeah, yeah that's how podcasts get rated. Is drop a review um on Apple Podcasts. It'll help us. It'll help you guys. It'll help um, you know, people, people learn more about what we're doing. We got some amazing guests talking about some amazing stuff, having some amazing conversations. So don't be selfish. Share with your friends. Everybody eats. We'll see you guys next time.